Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney. We're going to talk about investing, finance, retirement, and we're going to talk about uh, handling unreasonable requests, Phil, because none of our listeners or anybody that checks out the show would ever be guilty no, of unreasonable None never, of your clients. Never, never. No. Ever guilty of unreasonable requests. Uh, but it does happen in the industry. So we're going to spend some time talking yeah. about this today a little bit and get into it. We are into mid-November. You doing all right, buddy? Doing really good, especially this week. Weather's turned nice again. Sun's out, yeah. quit raining finally. Yeah. We're getting back up yeah, in the 60s and it, so. it was 30 this morning, and it's going to be 75 this afternoon. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We're not getting last quite that crazy swing. So Yeah, last but, two days. So uh, that's why I had the sniffles last week, I think. But yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, Mother Nature, she could be a little unreasonable, right? But, oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so, this, especially this time of year, these that's changes. Right. That's right. So it well, figures it out where it's going. Yeah, she can never make it. She gets all her meds and she doesn't know what. That, that's right. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I've got a couple of standard, uh, sure. you know, requests, I suppose, uh, in the industry. Let's talk about what makes them unreasonable and maybe a better way to be more reasonable about it. Okay, sure. so I want big returns, Phil. Who doesn't? But I don't want any risk. No risk. Yeah, there we go. And I, I, I talk to clients about that sometimes because they're like, "Well, yeah, I like this, but you know, I don't want the the risk with it." And it's like, okay, well. Let's put this in perspective. I mean, the reality is if I had that number one, you probably wouldn't get an appointment with me for over a year because everyone would want it, you know, and I'd probably be on a, a yacht somewhere in the Caribbean because yeah, the I mean, line would know, be long. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's everyone's dream is, you know, I want that high market rate return, but I don't want any risk. I don't want to lose any right. money. And uh, the reality is it just doesn't exist. It, you know, the, you, you have to take risk to get return. Right. But it's yeah. just a matter of managing it, you know. So <clears throat> first thing is, I guess, setting the expectation that it's not going to happen, you know. And if you hear somebody promising it, run, because there, <laughs> there, there's nothing out there that'll do that. Okay, so. yeah, that's probably fair. But look, I mean, this market makes it, it's, we, we talked about this a lot, but it mm -hmm. makes it sort of reasonable feeling, right? Yeah. Because people it, are like, well, wait a minute, it's been doing so good. But we hear yeah. conversations like, okay, the market did whatever it did. I, I don't remember the numbers, so just excuse me if I'm wrong. But last year for 2020, it was 19%. Let's just say right. the market was 19% uh, up for the total year. Mm -hmm. And I only made seven. You know, so I want that. Why didn't I get the 19? Right. And, and, and that becomes the request. And it's like, okay, well, how were you structured? What's your risk tolerance? What's your profile? Right. And I mean, that's, that's something that um, I think a lot of people lose perspective of, especially in times like this, when markets have been doing so well, right. Yeah. They get comfortable with, with risk and you know, oh, there's really not that much risk in the market, you know, and the, I mean, the flip side of that is from a, like a bond standpoint or, you know, what, what used to be a, a lower risk but still had some decent return. Well, there's no return there. So everyone is taking on more risk because they can't get return anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty, it's a dangerous time, you know, from, from a market standpoint for people that aren't really understanding what's going on and, and the potential risk. Cause yeah, at the end of the day, I, I remind people that, you know, look back historically at the market, what is it averaged, you know, around right. call it eight, 9%. 
anytime you're above that, anytime you're above that, you are going to give part of that return back. That's the, well, the whole concept of, you know, reversion to the mean, it's going to give it back to come back to that average return. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, for, unfortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, I mean, we've had great returns over the last few years. And that's the whole point of the risk tolerance. So, right. you know, yes, you didn't get the full, you know, uh, upswing of the market, but you also didn't have yourself exposed to the potential full downswing either. Right. So you yeah, got that balance. Again, it comes down to two things, really understanding what your risk comfort level is, <clears throat> you know, and when I look at risk, it's what's that downside is to me, the more important, what are you comfortable with on the downside? Ignore the upside because that, that kind of co you know, goes in hand with the downside. So if your yeah. comfort level is only, you know, five, 10% on the downside, well, yeah, you're not going to get the higher upside. You have to have a significantly more comfort level on the downside to, to get that, you know, yeah. as, as and, and especially as a retiree, right. You got to have that information, especially as a retiree. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And that becomes the other part of it. Then even if you are comfortable with risk, where is it positioned? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can't have it in, the bucket of money you're spending from today, because the worst of all cases is having risk like that and volatility, you get a downturn and this is the money you're living from. Mm-hmm. And that concept of what we call sequence of returns, we've talked about that when you're pulling money out of an account and it starts to lose value, you start to compound the effect of that loss. So, yeah, so risk is one of those tricky things in retirement. You know, you, you can't go too risk off because of inflation. And I mean, that's the, the flip side of the whole risk concept or, or discussion of market risk is, you know, what happens with inflation, you have to have some risk. So, hey, Phil, since I'm being unreasonable, can you reduce your fees for me? That's another one that we hear people will sometimes say to an advisor or a professional. Uh, and there are advisors out there that use a sliding scale and there's different sure. kinds of payment methods. So I get it. It's back to that whole, I need the best, uh, I want the best deal I can get. So it doesn't hurt me to ask, hey, can you drop your fees? But is it reasonable? Um, Not really. I mean, it, re- it really comes down to, yeah, most understanding what the fee schedule is. And most advisors, we do as well. We've got a sliding scale fee. So the more we're managing, the, the lower the overall fee. You know, if we're doing planning, there's a separate fee for that. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> the fee is only one piece of it. You have to understand what is the value you're getting for the fee. You know, and this is, I think, uh, an argument created by some of the, the big players, so to speak, in the industry that have promoted the low fee, low fee, right? which yeah. is, that's one way, you know, pros and cons, look at the difference. I mean, the, the downside to low fee, there's no one managing it. It's writing an index. And if that's what you want and that fits your plan, then go for it. That's low fee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, the old concept, you get what you pay for. It, I was going to say value. It comes right? down to it comes down to value exactly. Yeah, it comes down. You, Phil and I were talking before we got started about dream cars, uh, and uh, you know we were talking about you know growing up like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini is our dream car. Uh, you know, let's be honest. You buy that kind of thing, it's not really the value, right? No. I mean, you're not yeah. getting a good value for the money for the car. Um, you know, so it's all you know. You could go the hamburger analogy if you want to go better, right? But whatever you want to go. Still, you got to fees are going to be relative to the value that you're receiving. Are you getting conversation about tax planning, uh, long term care planning, estate planning? Are you going through all these different kinds of pieces? Then the value could be there. Sure. 
Yeah. And I mean, from a, a planning standpoint, that's a discussion we have with clients all the time and, and showing them, I mean, here's your scenario without the planning we've done. Here's it with what we've talked about and, you know, the strategies around social security, tax planning, and there's significant value, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's a matter of getting over the, the fee quote unquote up front and, and understanding, well, that's a piece of it, but there's value, you yeah. know? I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's like anything in the world, you know, exactly. whatever you want. I mean, you can get something really cheap. You want a cheap dinner, go to McDonald's. Well, right. anymore, that's probably not that cheap either. You can get a cheap contractor, <laughs> but whenever you fall through the floor, you know. That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You get you get what you pay for. I love this one, Phil. Unreasonable request. How do I get out of paying taxes on my IRA or my 401k? You know, yeah. I want to get out of it. It's like, mm, no. Yeah. I, I always remind people, if, I mean, kind of a funny uh, tidbit that relates to that. You know, what does IRA stand for? Do you know? Well, individual retirement account. Yeah, that, that's what most people think. I mean, that's the common analogy out there, but it's it's not really. It's an individual retirement arrangement. Really? If you look up that that is the definition. It's an individual retirement arrangement. So this arrangement. is an arrangement you and the IRS made. Part of that arrangement was they give you the deferral up front. You don't pay taxes today, you get to defer it. You know, and that's really the key. Remember, this is deferred, it's not avoided. And the deferral ends at some point. So the answer to that is no. And, and again, I mean, I've unfortunately seen advertisements and promotions of, you know, all oh, their strategies around, you know, paying no tax and you hear it run. They're right. you know, really you understand be tax what efficient, doing. right, Phil? There's ways Absolutely. to about being efficient, but look, you, you owe them. I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, how can I get out of it? I guess you can get out of it, but not legally. Well, no. And yeah, you're going to be running the rest of your life and you know, yeah. custodians telling the IRS what's going on. So, it's, right, yeah. so you're never going to get away with it. So. You got to pay your, the, the, what you owe, but right. let's, let's manage it. Let's try to be efficient, which is one of the reasons lately 401k uh, yes. conversion or excuse me, Roth conversions have been so popular because it's like, okay, let's manage the taxes now versus maybe later. Right. And that's really the key point when understanding taxes is, no, you can't get out of it, but you can manage it. You know, yeah. so a lot of people think, oh, I can't do anything about it anyway. It's just, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. And I mean, that's a plan that, you know, I, I always joke. And I said, that's the, the, the default plan, so to speak, the government, plan. which is what if they want. Just, yeah. If you let it happen. Yeah. I mean, they've got the rules set. They know what's going to happen They're yeah. I always joke and call them a patient creditor because they've set the rules. They know when the money's going to be due. Yeah, you know, sure. RMDs hit at 72 money starts coming out. You don't have a choice. So but to your point, you can take control of that and understand how this works, or if you don't work with an advisor that does, and put a plan together to significantly minimize the effect of taxes long term. Yeah. So you don't just have to let it happen. Yeah, right. So, but you can't get out of them, unfortunately. Yeah. It, they would it, like it is going to be, just, yeah. yeah. They would like it if you just let it happen, but yes, sure. you can't get out of it. Uh, final one here, Phil. Uh, can you just do it for me? You know, now that might sound fairly reasonable to a lot mm -hmm. of people actually, because, Hey, I'm turning to you because I don't know this stuff or it right, intimidates right. me or yep. whatever. So just do it for me. And I think to a line, to a limit, that's fine. But some there are some folks out there that say, Hey, I checked out your podcast or, or whatever. And here's my statements. Just do it. Call me when it's done. That's the unreasonable part. Yeah. Yeah. So in, some advisors take that approach. You know, the, the problem with that approach is that 
it's not your plan. Yet. I was going to say, isn't you it know? your plan? And, at, that and point? At, the, at the end of the day, you're not going to do it. Yeah. You know, and you're going to be blaming the advisor for, oh, this is, you know, this, uh, I can't do this or it didn't work. Or Yeah. You, you got no and, skin in that game, right? Because right, right. you don't feel invested to actually implement the things they suggested because it's really yes. all things that they think you might want versus what you actually want or need. Right. And in expectations, right? I mean, you, you, the client goes in with an expectation of this is what they want. Get rid of my taxes. I don't want to pay taxes, no risk, you know, all those things. So if they're going in with that, and then an advisor puts together a plan and there's not been a discussion to how this works, mm-hmm. it's not going to get implemented. The client's going to be disappointed. The advisor is going to be disappointed. It just, it's a bad scenario. Yeah. So, I mean, can't be, I, I can do the math. I mean, we can, and that's sure. our role is we'll you run do the, the heavy I'll, lifting. Yeah. I'll do all the heavy lifting, but, but the client needs to be involved. And I always tell my clients, look, the, the planning process is about building your plan. It's not my plan. Yeah. I'll show you pros and cons and all the decisions. I'll give you my opinion and I'll tell you, this is what I would do and why. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not my decision. It's yours. And my role isn't to make the decision. My role is to show you just that. Here are the options. Mm-hmm. Here's the pro and the con. What do you want to do? Yeah. You, you know, got to participate, folks. I mean, right? absolutely. Because absolutely. I get, and to me, if no other reason, then it's the buy-in factor of, all right, so you walk into an advisor and everything's, you know, you get it all put together, you go through the plan together and you're great. You're in perfect shape. You don't have to do anything. You're one of the lucky ones or whatever. <laughs> you don't have to do a lot. Well, okay, great. There's not a lot of buy-in, but what if you have to make some tweaks or there's some things you got to do along the way to make sure that you can stay retired the way that you want to? Well, right. then if you're not going to implement that stuff if you don't have any buy-in. So you've got to participate. And again, Phil's going to do the heavy lifting, but you know, you got to talk about your hopes and your dreams and what you're trying to accomplish and what you want to do with this or whatever you plan to do, you know, legacy, non-legacy, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So you got to at least do the bare minimums. Yeah, you know, the old concept of garbage in, garbage out. You're going to get out of the process what you put into it. True. You know, and that's something that I mean, frankly, we require from our clients. I, I won't work with a client that's not going to participate because I know it's not going to work. You know, it's right. it's going to be a bad scenario for me because I'm going to put together this, a plan yeah. that just doesn't work for them. And that's not going to get implemented at the end of the day. You know, yeah. so they might go through an exercise and think, oh, I did the plan. And then it sits on the shelf and nothing happens. So yeah. I didn't, you know, didn't know one any good and, yeah. you know, and, and everybody's time and money yep. and yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not just a one-time deal either. That's that's the other piece that a lot of no, times they it's see. It's ongoing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the plan is a plan, but now you got to make it work year after year after year. You know, yeah. I was thinking plan, about a, are we on track? I, How does this? You know. Yeah, I was thinking about a new analogy for the plan. It's like uh, you ever make bread from scratch? Um, no. Nope. Like I can't bread. say that I have, but yeah. Like making, okay. it's like making bread, right? So yep. you're constantly working it, right? Well, you've seen it, so everybody's seen yeah. it. So they're constantly working it and trying to get it in just the right, you know, uh, kneading it and working on it and rolling right. it and then maybe redoing it again or whatever the case is. Uh, I was watching my wife do it, so I, I didn't do it. <laughs> but anyway, I was thinking about that, but it's like you kind of have to go back to it. And sometimes they sure. put it in the fridge and it has to set up for a bit and then they bring it back out and then they work on it again. You know, so whatever kind of analogy you want to use, the plan has got to be ongoing throughout your retirement because life's going to show up. Life's going to throw right. you curveballs. I mean, we don't get to, unfortunately, we've talked about it before, we don't get to retirement and we're all walking on the beach in perfect weather every day, like the commercial says. We yeah, that, that's the commercial, but it just doesn't exist yeah, you know? unless you 
unless you make it happen. Yeah. You know? and well, that gonna, could be one of your, but it's going to snow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to run into challenges and the rules are going to change. I mean, we're, yeah. you know, we're yeah. running through some of that right now where, you know, the IRS and Congress, they're trying to change rules again. Hey, we, and, we just hey, passed the 1.2. They, you know, apparently it's going to, it's going to go on the desk. It's probably going to get signed 1.2 yep. trillion. You know, there's we don't not, know what's in it yet, but you know, we got we to read it. Not a lot tax wise, but then again, we don't know how that still could affect us. So there's right. Right. You know, and then, then yep. they talk about making deals together that to make the deal to do this one, the two then approve the three trillion one later, and that one is going to affect a lot of people. So yes. we've got to keep our heads on the swivel. Yep. You know? Yeah. And always pay attention to what's going on. What rules have changed yeah. is that need to then change our plan. Yeah. You know, we need well, to make some adjustments. So, you know, these are some unreasonable requests. Uh, you know, it's not unreasonable, I suppose, ultimately to ask them because, hey, if you don't take your shot, how do you know? But yep just kind of bear that in mind. But the biggest thing is make sure you're doing something for yourself and your retirement, taking care of uh, not only your, your now self, but your future self, whether you're close to retirement or 30 years away or 20 years away or a week away, make sure you're doing something for yourself. Talk with a qualified professional like Phil Putney. Uh, you can reach out to him here on the podcast at philstaxhacks.com. That's our podcast page, but it'll also directly link you to his main business page as well. philstaxhacks.com. You can also just give him a call at 248 7530. That's 248-888-7530. We'll see you next time on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Phil? Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.